Hello, Twitter world. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> um, before we get started, Jake, I think you need to start off with an apology. Okay, so I apologize to everyone because <laughs> we were supposed to be broadcasting from the block page. But I was just going through the motions that I normally do every Wednesday, and I just so happened to be hosting from my own page. You know, so. about 15 minutes ago, I was like, I need to remind Jake that we're supposed to be on the block tonight. I'm like, no, he'll remember. That one came back. <laughs> no, I will definitely not remember. That came back and bit me right in the ass, didn't it? <laughs> it did, very but much But that's so. okay. We learned to pivot, right? We learned to pivot. Like, we do learn to pivot. It's <laughs> totally okay. It's okay. It's, it'll be fine. So, hello, so, everyone. Welcome to the Writer's Block. As usual, this is an open discussion. If you'd like to speak, go ahead and tap that mic in the bottom left-hand corner of your phone, and we will get you into And you can give us your opinions and thoughts on anything we are talking about. Jake, how are you doing today? Okay, so today was kind of a long day. I was supposed to go look at this horse to buy, um, which was awesome, but it ended up being this entire day process that I was not expecting, and... Because of that, I just feel totally exhausted right now. Um, and Poor you going and buying your first little pony. Oh, it's you. not my first, that's for sure. But Oh my God, stop it with the privilege. Just stop. Brandon, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. It's been a busy week. I've gotten a lot done on my um, couple books that I'm working on. Um, I should now. Been- I want everybody to know that when Brandon says he's got a lot done, that's impressive, but it's probably 10 times more than any of the rest of us mortal people will <laughs> ever get done. Stop it. It wasn't that much. It really, I uh-huh. mean, my, <laughs> I think my edit, my first round of edits for my book called Abandoned, what I say it was, it was like I had 401 edits, which, yeah. When you say it, it isn't that much, but then you realize, oh, it's only a 37-page book. So, so far. So okay. far. It's just so far. Just things so far. So, But I've um, got it down to under 100. Actually, I think yeah. it's right around 50 at this point. So I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> I've been moving, moving pretty quickly on that one. That's for sure. Um, Brandon, we are a podcast now, so we kind of need to introduce ourselves. <laughs> oh, Shit, that's right. Well, my name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. And this is, I can never get over your name. I always wanted, like, your last name. But whatever. I'll, welcome, I'll to the writers, right, welcome to the Writer's <laughs> Block. Here we talk about random topics. And you know what? Before we do anything else, I need to hit Jake with a topic he knows nothing about. This is my least favorite part of the show every single week. This- um, but I really am excited for it because it catches me off guard and keeps me on my toes. I think he's more excited about it because I never think about it until like two minutes before the show. Literally three minutes ago, I was like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? We that- we, were, we were chatting like 10 minutes before the show. And, he, and Brandon's like, I still haven't thought of a topic. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> Speaking of topics, what are we discussing today? We are discussing marketing on social media, which is a huge deal for writers, both indie and traditionally published, because at this point, we are our best 
advocates and we need to be out there marketing, marketing, marketing. Yes. And before we get into my little topic for you, I think we need to take a moment and appreciate what is happening in Hollywood right now with the Writers Guild and how they're standing strong and saying we deserve better pay. Yes, we all do. All authors and writers deserve better pay. Seconded. Seconded, right? Like, I got you. Okay. Third is it. So, let's, let's, <laughs> Chris, Chris, of course, has something to say. Of course, go ahead, lady. Say what you got to say. I'm sorry. I can't see you with all the shade. It's just it's too dark. <laughs> this girl over here is trying to throw me sass on my own Twitter about my own show. And I'm like, oh, no, girl. No, 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 no. Look, look, hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. It's not my fault when I go to your Twitter. I can't see because it's just not bright there. <laughs> well, that's because of my intelligence level, not because of anyways <laughs> Jake yes so let me ask you that I'm going to ask you this obviously you need to an answer and I'm not going to give you the opportunity to think about it like you did last week like I did okay. last week okay. okay when you were growing up what was your favorite cartoon show ooh okay so that kind of varies according to like age category and stuff but probably my very favorite was arthur of course it's arthur (laughs) oh my god i no one's shocked by that as you're sitting at the front of the class that no one's shocked by that this sign can't stop me i can't read (laughs) (laughs) can you can you sing the arthur theme song I I can, but I am not going to. Oh right come now. on! <laughs> no, okay, we're fine, we're so not doing that on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe I will okay. post that. On I Twitter mean, later. to be fair, Franklin was a better TV show than Arthur. But <sighs> all right, I liked Franklin too. I mean, was it Brandon? It was. What? What about you? What is oh, your again? Like you said, this depends on my age, but. Instinctively, mine growing up was X Men. Oh, it. such a good one! Love it. Thank you, Chris. But there's that there is one that I can still go. I mean, I can still go back and watch that one. But there's another one that, as I was a little bit older, it came on, and I I'm still obsessed with it. Um, and Jake, you've seen it, Beast Wars. Oh yeah, a, Beast Wars. It was it's totally a computer good. animated show. So I. Loved that show growing up, and I still love it to this day. I do have to say, one of my favorites, and I didn't discover it until I was an adult, is Avatar The Last Airbender. If you haven't watched that, I don't even care if you don't like cartoons. If you haven't seen it, it is one of the most beautiful storylines with a protagonist and an antagonist arc that is just... Are you talking original? I'm assuming you mean original, not Korra. No, 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 not Cora. I'm just needs talking to leave about right now. She can that the whole storyline was just a mess. But it I went places, that. man. Do what? It went places, Cora. I loved it, but I, it went places. I was like, "Girl, get your shit locked down." What the fuck? Like, but whatever. That's good. It was Avatar: The Last Airbender original was really good, and I'm anxious to see what they do with the remakes or the new series that's coming out. That is for sure. I have my theories on that one, and Jake, I've expressed those with you. And... Yes, <laughs> in no uncertain terms. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they go the route. But 
we digress. Let's get on with the show. We've spent eight minutes talking about random shit, as we always do. Jake, I know you have a million questions for me. I do. I do. Um, first, though, can we talk about why marketing is important for authors? Well, marketing is important for any author, pub- traditionally or independently published, because that's really what gets the buzz going about your book and your story, and that is what creates sales. That's what helps generate it. Okay, so marketing is all about the sales. Not all about the sales, but it helps establish you as an author, and it helps people to learn to talk about you. Like, it helps get you in the sea of authors that we are. It helps distinguish you more than other authors in your own niche. Love it. Okay, cool. Um, Brandon, what what social media platform would you like to start with? Because honestly, they're so the platforms themselves are so different, and obviously, you need to take a different approach to to a lot of them because they don't provide the same content to viewers. Well, and I think I, I would say because we're all on Twitter, let's stick with Twitter. Let's start with start with Twitter. But I am going to preface all this with, depending on where your age group for your book is, that is where you want to focus your marketing. Because uh, each social media platform tends to vary depending on the age group and who is on there, mostly. So you want to focus, if you're doing a young adult, um, and you want, like... um, Oh my God! What's the next? The gen, what is it? Gen Z? Not Gen Z. Uh, I have no idea. Oh why my you're God! Right. <laughs> no, you're right. Like there's millennials. There's Gen Zs. Well, is it the? They're the ones behind us, right? Like behind millennials. Yeah. Uh, whoever. I don't whatever. know. They change it. Eighteen to twenty-five. We'll go there. Well, if your if your book is geared towards that, they tend to focus more on like TikTok than on Twitter. Twitter <laughs> typically is. I would say, I think off the top of my head, it ranges, the highest users are 30 to 45, right in that range. So you need to know which platform your age group spends the most time on. Okay, so understanding where you fall into the marketing on social media spectrum is a big part of being able to market effectively. Correct. Okay, so that's a true statement. So starting with Twitter, Brandon, what are some ways that we as authors can get our name and our brand, so to speak, out there? So one thing I think everyone needs to understand is that it's there's algorithms and there's a multitude of algorithms. And I think we all kind of have a general understanding of that. So the way that Twitter and most smartphones work, I like to think of them as a child. They're like a baby. The more attention you give something, the more the algorithm's going to feed that sort of content back to you. And because the phone really wants your attention, and so the more you click on something and focus on that, it's going to feed it back to you. So that being said, you want to hold as much attention as possible to the endless scrolling that happens on Twitter. I personally recommend... Um, I like to do videos. Now, when doing videos, you make sure you're using sound, obviously, and 
keeping it under the 30 second time limit. Anything longer than that, the the viewer is going to lose concentration. They're going to lose what they're watching and they're going to get bored. So you need to keep it under 30 seconds. So even if I do a video and obviously there are video platforms like TikTok and stuff, but if we're talking mm -hmm. about Twitter specifically, mm -hmm. um, we have a 30 second window basically to grab this person's attention. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, does that apply differently for different types of media on Twitter? So <clears throat> pictures are going to be very quick. Like that one, if you're doing a picture, like a cover reveal, do, if you have a picture of, don't, I don't recommend ever just doing your cover. I recommend doing a book cover, like a hardback cover, and then, um, like a Kindle cover. It's the same cover, but you see that and you know this is this book is available in hardback and an ebook as well so it's those little subtle things that you can do to bring someone in now with the twitter and i haven't looked into it recently but the last twitter algorithms worked best if you scheduled or you tweeted about it every two hours so i'm not saying rec push your book every two hours but some sort of tweet that you're keeping everyone's attention and that can draw um, likes and comments and retweets and so on and so forth every two hours, keeping your name active, that really helps. Uh, that that's because it draws people to your pro. It can draw people to your profile. And then you should have a, a pen tweet of your book and where it's available at the top of your profile. Because I've seen some where they don't put it and they're like, oh, it's on my, my Twitter page or it's on my Twitter. And you're like, well, where the fuck is it? Like, it's not readily available. Okay. So in addition to a pin tweet, you should have some type of information in your profile as well. Like your bio uh, up top. See, you can. Now Twitter's cracking down on that. And I haven't dove into that a, very much. But the owner, I'm not going to say his name, <laughs> he's really trying to get away with put, having that link to another website on there for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and I could, I very easily could be wrong on my understanding of that, and I'm okay with that. But it's he wanted to kind of get away from that because he wanted to keep people on Twitter. So, yeah, you can, but know that you are you might be running a risk of doing that. Okay. Um, so obviously there's a risk at this point with, with that, but a pin tweet, totally, we can, we can handle that as okay. far as making sure that there's a link or some way to find out more information about you. Correct. Okay. So when we are posting on Twitter, obviously like earlier today, I posted a picture of a horse that I would like to look at to buy. Um, and just kind of made some comments and asked a question. Um, and and it's those types of posts that can keep people coming back to your name. Um, and then every once in a while, you might slip in a book. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah. You want to use, because it's not, we're not just authors. Make your Twitter about you. Put some personal information. I mean, not like personal, personal information, but... It's, we're not, there's more layers to us than just being an author. It's, I do this, I do this, blah, blah, blah. 
And a lot of people are drawn to that authenticity of, yeah, I'm struggling with this or I'm doing great with this or blah, blah, blah. And I think that draws people in more than some people who it's just all about their book and that's it. It's it's kind of hard to draw a crowd and an audience if you only ever talk about one thing. Right. So, so for instance, like I love to do, to talk about horses and things. Like that's a big part of what I love to do. Um, I love right. talking about my dogs and my nieces and nephews and that type of thing. Um, and all of those are building my author brand, so to speak. Right. Like mine, mine is going to be lifting and working out and oh shit, I don't even know. Like I work my second job and just some like sometimes cooking I put on there, just stuff like that. And I, I try to help other authors. Hey, what's your MC, your main character doing in this scene? So just stuff like that where you can kind of get an insight into their personal lives. And if anybody has any recommendations, please feel free to jump in on this. This is an open discussion. Yeah, it is an open discussion. So all of you listeners out there, you can be speakers too. Um, so I would like to touch on fandoms. Hey, Jason. Yeah, I was just, well, you guys asked me just to jump in, so I will. Yep, yeah, jump in. Jump in. Um, so yeah, I'm actually going through marketing right now. My book just launched out uh, about a week and a half ago. And, uh, my publisher actually hired a firm and I basically had to write up a script and all that stuff. And they made a video, which posted up on YouTube and then they had a bunch of different, um, things that they've, uh, posted out on, uh, Twitter, not Twitter, I'm sorry, um, Facebook. Insta, uh, Instagram. Um, I've been doing a lot of those Twitter uh, stuff, um, and uh, it's you know, you know, basically excerpts in the book, um, you know, different uh, media stuff, uh, media. Um, uh, Was it uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble? Um, uh, a bunch of different uh, internet. Um, um, outlets like Goodreads, um, Audible, um, you know, doing ad commercials and stuff like that, and, um, and paid spots and stuff like that. Um, I actually have a podcast I have an interview for in the next, I think, week and a half or so I have to go do and, uh, and whatnot. Um, That's awesome, Jason. Yeah, well, uh, I'm a very big invert. <laughs> I don't like Introvert, that. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of like dreading that a little bit, even though, I mean, it is what it is, and I'll do it, it's, but it, it, I know it's going to suck. Uh, but oh, yeah, on, I'm, I'm actually heavy in the marketing right now. I mean, it's... it's it's a lot. It's a lot, right? Oh God, I, I'm exhausted. I've been dealing. I mean, I have my normal nine to five job where I work like 15 hours a day, and then I basically it was in a meeting with my publisher from the marketing people for like five or six hours on my on my weekends or like throughout the day while I'm you know going between stuff, 
and we're just kind of coordinating like YouTube video release. Um, you know, this is what we want to do for uh, Facebook. This is what we want to do for Twitter. This is what we're going to go market on to like um, Amazon, and you know, we're going to do other like high-profile sites like you know, uh, SD and stuff like that, and you know, awesome. uh, different different you know media outlets and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, fine, you guys just go do it. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I, I, you, have to, you have to be involved, unfortunately. Because you have to give, you know, I mean, they, they do it, but you have to give the approval for it because I have X amount of dollars for marketing that they, they, they provide. And, um, you know, and basically, you know. I just say, you know what? You guys know it's best. This is your guys is, you know, will well and go and they go out and do it. But I mean, even for like people that don't do that, it, it, it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, it's I absolutely mean, a lot of work. Which is, I was just going to say, which is why we are spending so much time on marketing uh, as a topic, which we want to touch base on quite frequently. It's because it is so much work for authors, whether you're indie or traditionally published. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Um, and a lot of that stuff, you know, I, I know we had this conversation once maybe a month or so ago. I don't think I chimed in. I might have. I don't remember. Um, I spend, when I listen to this podcast, I'm usually at the bar. <laughs> yep, no worries. <laughs> That's why my background's always uh, kind of loud. Um, but, um, so, a lot of publishers, especially mainstream nowadays, is having the authors do a lot of the legwork themselves. Um, I got fortunate. They decided to hire a firm, so they kind of did most of the stuff. But there's still stuff that we have to do, like we're writing out the script, or we're, you know, doing like you know bios. We're doing like you know, hey, you know, what is this going to be like? Um, a lot of even mainstream publishing companies are having their authors now do a lot of the legwork um, for marketing. Yep, exactly. Um, it's, it, I don't. I, I. I. don't know why. Well, I've had a couple of theories come my way, and I've talked to other authors and stuff like that, and we kind of come to the conclusion that basically they're just trying to save cost, and they're people that we all know that publishing uh, publishing right now is going through a really dark time. We all kind of know that it's yeah. very uncertain at the moment of what you know what's going on. Um, and you know, it, it's because new media, you know, self pubs, all that stuff, it doesn't, it, the, the market and the industry is changing. And a lot of the mainstream people, um, they are trying to figure, you know, trying to find their footing now and they're losing revenue and they're losing people. I mean, you know, if anybody's been, you know, pays attention, you know, what, about a year ago, maybe a little less, they had that big walkout. All the publishing companies had a big walkout going. Yeah. Um, and that, that affected a lot, a lot more than yeah. they probably want a lot of people to know. And, um, and it, it's changed. Everything's changing. And yeah. nobody really knows for certain on how it's going right now. 
Um, yep, it's always changing and evolving, and uh, it's a it's a big deal to uh, authors, again, any author, to be able to have the tools that they need to kind of push forward and be able to market themselves, market their books, and really kind of get a toehold in the industry so that they can um, keep uh, keep up with the time, so to speak. Thanks, Jason, for sharing all of that. Yes, thank um, you. Amy brought up a, a question and asked, what do you think of writer's lists? Do you prioritize that towards actual effective book promotion? Mm. I think that's a tough call. I think, um, excuse me, <clears throat> I think it's a tough call because when you do a writer's list, there's a lot of writers that will put their book on there and they'll do the hashtag writer's list or whatever. But there's a lot that they've muted that, that hashtag. So you're not getting the people that I think it's getting. And usually what happens is it's just, I don't, I don't personally think it's worth it. Because you're you're pushing your I don't want to say push but you're marketing your book to other authors that are are just trying to market their book so you're going back and forth so I don't personally think it would be worth the time or energy yeah it's a tweet you can copy your standard and throw it on there and throw the link on there and hit it and move on but I don't think for me I don't think it would drive a, a lot of people in so i have a um, i'll let jason go first because i need to grab something out of my fridge so jason go first i was just gonna say that i i've done a couple and i participated in a couple um uh, here and there uh, kind of what i do on twitter and stuff like that twitter is still kind of very foreign to me so <laughs> um I haven't been on it for very long, and I'm just kind of trying to learn my way around it. But I, I personally really, like like you said, I personally really haven't seen much of a bump other than just exposure a little bit. Just, you know, I mean, I, I know a couple of times I've picked up maybe uh, 100 followers off of one or two, but, you know, a good number of followers. But, you know, they only stay on for a little bit and then they'll drop off or something like that. Um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm really not big on followers myself. I mean, I they're fun, I guess, but I really don't care. I, I just, I, I, I'm more of a respond person than um, an initiate person, I guess you can mm. say. But anyways. Well, I mean, you bring up a good point, Jason. Like, you, you're, when someone says something to you on Twitter, take the time to like it or comment back it because that drives that conversation and that helps promote you as an author and your brand. Exactly. So Chris, go ahead. I said I had opinions. So let me talk about the hashtag writers lift and why it is such a contradiction to itself. So the issue with ha the their hashtag writers lift is it's going out to the community and saying, hey guys Let's all self-promote our books and talk about our projects and stuff like that. But the problem is 99.9% .9 of people that are actually responding to that don't care about anyone else's project but their own. They right. want their project to be out there. The 500 other people that respond to that tweet, they don't care less about. So you're not actually generating, you're just throwing words to the wind 
and hoping maybe one or two people out of a thousand notice and actually care. It's the same thing with like the um the the push for follower grabs, right? Like, sure, I could participate in like a thing that gets me like two hundred followers, but they're not real followers. And there's a difference between followers and a community, right? Because like what you need to build is your community behind your work. People that want to be engaged with your project, they actually have an interest in your projects, they they want to keep up with it and know what's going on. That's your community. Your followers yep. are just a bunch of people who clicked a button and went on with their lives and don't actually care. Um, and that's the big difference that people don't get. Like, don't <laughs> care. It doesn't matter if you have five, like 50,000 followers if five of them actually follow you, like if actually pay attention to you. Yeah. 50,000 is great until only five of them care. It's all about uh, interaction and responses and uh, them actually being uh, engaging with you. Engagement yep. is the biggest thing. It's your yeah. Kathleen, come and join us. Hello, everybody. Um, I just, hi. hi. Oh, oh, I'm very excited about the horse, Jake. Did you really get it? So uh, it's a little expensive, but it's for a, a therapy program that I've been volunteering for um, that works with uh, special needs and trauma survivors. That's awesome. So I missed the, your first a, part of the um, the podcast, so I, I wanted to ask about that. Congratulations. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Thank you. So um, what I was thinking about on the writer's lift was a couple things. Um because of the content of my book, um, being uh, it's a memoir and it's about surviving um, childhood sexual assault, um, I did uh, those little hashtags um, kind of got me into a group of other survivors uh, along with the writer's community. Um, and I just wanted to say that um, because of that, I sold um several books and i also bought several books which i really liked so um and wrote reviews on and that kind of stuff so uh it benefited a few people i know um i don't seem to do it as much right now um but because of um the hashtag um for the survivors, I've really um, gotten involved in a nice community uh, there. Um, and then the, the other things that we were talking about, the things that worked best for me when my book came out was um, I did maybe a month after the my uh, memoir came out, I did, I was on a podcast um, and that really um, worked very well in increasing sales. And then I did a few Facebook lives um, with different um, uh, crisis communities, uh, that kind of thing. And so um, that also helped. And then um, the first time in person, I, I might have mentioned this a couple weeks ago um, that I'm going to speak at in a small, about 60 um, participants will be there. Um, I'm going to. I'm the speaker for the group 
and um, I'm going to sell my books there. So, um, and with doing all of those things, it made me feel like uh, it was worthwhile to me because the really the sales were not the biggest thing for me when I wrote this memoir, even though it's nice. Uh, it's people buy your book, but the reason I wanted people to buy my book was um, because of the topic. And yeah. so uh, the podcasting really was very beneficial. Awesome. Good well, to hear. Yeah. I mean, Jake and I can attest to that. Do a podcast. I mean, do a y'all, po- all, do a y'all podcast, are always welcome said. to come on here and do a self-promo. We don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you want to hop on here and just be like, buy my book, we will totally work, totally work that in. Yes. Speaking, yes. Of, speaking of shameless self-promotion about podcasts, hey, you guys should check out my new YouTube channel, Campfire Corner, where I write and then narrate stories on YouTube. Jake liked it. Brandon liked it. You guys will like it, too. Self-promotion <laughs> good job, Chris. <laughs> I, I, did like I it. love you it. Did. You had a good, it was a good story. I liked it. You set um, me up for it so well I had to. Well, I... That's what we're here for, right? But it brings up a good point. Kathleen brings up a good point. Actually, all, all everyone has that talk so far is finding your niche, right? Finding who you want to sell to and starting small. That, I think, is the biggest, the biggest hurdle that a lot of authors struggle with is who am I selling this to, right? Like, who would read my book? Yeah. So we've talked to the Twitter stuff as far as use pictures, be yourself, create a brand. Um, Don't over promote your book because that can get uh, distracting for people and they might just zone out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you're going to do video stuff, make sure it's 30 seconds or less. Is that about cover it, Brand? I mean, for today's show. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to be marketing pretty regularly because it is, big umbrella and authors i mean it's a sea of authors right like there's a <laughs> it lot is <laughs> so brand what social media platform would you like to hop to next uh let's go to facebook let's okay just, let's get this one out of the way right okay let's just go to facebook what would you like to know about facebook marketing uh basically kind of same questions like uh what is the best form of media to use on there if that's videos or pictures um do you send it to specific groups like what is just give me the rundown brandon give me the rundown so facebook's a little bit different than twitter now facebook you you can do videos and you can do pictures just like just like twitter but you don't want to do it as often facebook you'd want to do it really only maybe once or twice a day make a post about it. And even that twice to me sounds like a bit much. And the good thing is about like Facebook, you can link it to your Instagram. So they're popping up at the same time. Uh, Okay. That does, there is a downside to that where you do them like that because you can't share it. Um, But that's, that's a personal choice. So again, you videos work great. Pictures work really well on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I feel, I mean, those ones work really, really well on there. You just don't want to do it as often. Now, you can join some groups um, 
that are specific for authors. But again, that pulls in that whole um, self shameless self promo writing prompt book. It, you're you're in a group of authors that are all trying to sell their book to each other. Like so, it makes it, it it's again back to the whole thing where no one's really paying attention because you're all just kind of it's it's white noise at that point. You're just kind of it's going in and out. Now, Brandon, what would happen if, like, say, in Kathleen's specific situation, if she were to go on and find um, Facebook groups that were more related to childhood trauma and things like that, would that be a better area to kind of market to a group? Absolutely. That would work really well. Um, I would ease into that one, though. You don't want to jump into that and be like, hey, you can buy my book and that, that'll, this is my experience, blah, blah, blah. Um it would work, but like I said, you want to ease into that one, something like that, very make, carefully. Make sure that you uh, you I would, I would are making a yourself. community out of them. Yeah, yeah. Establish yourself first and become part of the community before you start promoting your own work. Okay. So, anything that we should that are do nots as far as Facebook's goes. I want to. Before I answer that, Kathleen, it, I, you got your speaker off. Did you or your speaker on? Did you want to say something about that? Um, yes, uh, Facebook for me, uh, yeah, I hate marketing. Okay, <laughs> I, let me just get that. I think most people, most authors do. Hate, hate. <laughs> I uh, the first week that my book was out, I I could have just had a heart attack. I, I mean, I, some really wonderful things happened, but I. I'm not used to uh, promoting myself, but I did have a large enough base, like my normal friend base um, on Facebook. So uh, that's where so many book sales initially happened. And because of my particular topic, I got so much feedback uh, because they can, you know, it was open to whatever you call that messaging thing. So yeah. I got a lot of feedback uh, from that. And with that, then I also heard, well, I have a friend who needs to read your book. And thank you so much. Or I gave this book to my friend. I shared this with uh, a neighbor or whatever. And so for me, what it, it did was make me know that I did the right thing by writing the book. And that was one of my goals was just to help others, you know? And so I got a lot of good feedback there. So right then and there, then I was like, okay, I I'm good. Whatever happens next is gravy, you know? Uh, so yeah, that was very helpful. And I didn't uh, post a, a lot about my book. In the beginning I did. And then every now and then, maybe, you know, once a month, I would um, do something. Either it was a, a small writing of it or an experience um, or like I, I'm sitting here thinking, OK, May 11th, I'm doing this talk. There's the I just received the flyer. Uh, you know, I'm going to put it on my story so I don't have to look at it <laughs> so much. You know? Yeah. Right. You know, if there's ways to kind of uh, spider web it, so to speak, so that you can kind of take the topic and run with it in other directions as well. Well, so. and the thing about the stories is, 
I think uh, sometimes I think more people see it because people scroll like that. Yeah. Um, and it goes both Instagram um, and Facebook. So uh, I guess that's what I'll do uh, with this upcoming event, you know. But even that makes me uh, kind of squirmy. You know, I, I really, marketing, it's just, I don't know how anybody does this. I, I Jason, I'm listening to you going uh, through it now. And that that's, it's really hard. Uh, it's a beast. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got two degrees in marketing and it's, it's a Ugh. beast. <laughs> and that's all. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> so, Brand, uh, any, any don'ts then on Facebook? And I'm going to say this, and I say this as don't do it, but I do it. Okay. <laughs> do it. Don't engage on negative comments. Do okay. not engage. That I cannot. If someone has something negative to say about whatever, do not engage them because all it's going to do is make you look bad. I do it. <laughs> I know you do it. I, I, know, I know you do, do it. it. And I get, I'm like, Damn it! I know better than that, but and I tell you not to do it, and I you know do it that anyway. That person was absolutely wrong on that, and I, I, I'm not even. I know. Because you know exactly which one I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I do. But <laughs> <laughs> don't do that because it just makes you look bad. And then if you if you do it, own up to it. Transparency, right? Just say yes. I shouldn't have done that. I, you know, or what have you. Don't be saying something offensive. Don't like general rules of be a decent human being, right? Don't go jumping down someone's throat or whatever. Like, don't just don't do it. Be your best behavior. If someone doesn't like it, let them let them not like it. I don't give a shit. Like, that's your your choice. That's your opinion. That's fine. Leave it alone and walk away from it because it's just gonna make you look bad. Like that's all it is. Perfect. So, Brown, that kind of leads us into our next bit, which let's talk about Instagram since they are since Facebook and Instagram are connected, or you can make them connected. I guess. Okay. You guess. <laughs> did, you have, did you have more to say on Facebook? No, I don't because I'm not a big Facebook person. I'm not like Twitter's my home. She's my baby. I love Twitter because. I love the snarkiness of Twitter. I, I fucking love it. Like, and I can oh feel Chris roll his eyes at me right now. Like, of course, he likes that sort of attitude. But we can move on to Instagram. That's perfectly fine. Okay, let's do it. Tell me about Instagram. What do I need to know to market on Instagram? So, obviously, Instagram is more picture-oriented. So, I would stick with the pictures on that one. Now, I would. How often you'd want to post, again, stick with the rule of thumb. Maybe one a day. You don't want to go overboard with it. Um, make it about you and be like, oh, and if you've got an event like Kathleen has coming up, I would run with that. Show pictures of the flyer. That's, hey, if you want to come up, if you want to attend this meeting or this is coming up and I'm so excited about it, share your success, right? People love seeing that stuff. And then get pictures of you at the event. And, and post that. And then that shows, yeah, I'm an established author. And this is me telling my story so other people don't have to live through what I've been through. Or if you've got, you know, a sci-fi like what I do, here's what the story's about and blah, blah, blah. And if you like 
Greek mythology or you like any sort of mythology, you might like in this and it's set in an urban fantasy. How that how you word things makes a big difference, but making sure you provide the link to your where they can purchase the book on there. Absolutely. So picture wise, we're good on Instagram, basically anything to do with your book. But again, make sure that you are showing a well-rounded personality, right? We want to, again, build that brand, which is not just our authorship. Right. Okay. Um, I want to jump into, I know that we didn't spend super long on Instagram. If anybody has any questions or comments to add to that jump right in but before we finish up with our time i really want to dive into tiktok god damn it fuck <laughs> and book talk because those are big things right now especially for the younger generations which like for me where i write middle grade that's a huge deal um for them to get interested in books in titles in you know a tiktok dance based on my book i don't know oh my um, god I, can you i oh my god i just i, I, I can see awesome. you doing like a tiktok dance and i'm just laughing <laughs> listen here you one of these days it's gonna happen and i will force you to watch it and you will just I mean, have to like it do it at the bar what are, right? what are you forcing brandon to I watch now i'm TikTok, my TikTok dance based on my book, obviously. I mean, <laughs> fucking speechless. Like, everybody's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, sure. Beauty, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I can't get into TikTok. I, I cannot do it. But I have seen some TikTok videos, and there is one author that I follow that I think she does a really good job. Um, her name's Tina Baker. She's out of the UK. She does a really good job with presenting her books in a fun way, but she writes like murder mysteries. Like she will be like walking around in like uh, her French maid outfit. And she's like, Oh, I'm cleaning up this mess. And then she picks up her book. So she, she has unique ways of doing it. So anybody, if you want to learn how to do it, go to her. She knows how to handle that shit. Hear me so, out. The moment you said French, the moment you said French made outfit, I immediately knew what your interest in that channel was, Brandon. <laughs> well, except I mean, it's not at all. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hating on my French made outfit. Like <laughs> that would be a hard stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna hit the break. I'm good. I'm done. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I will say there is there's one video that I saw that comes to mind. And I don't know who it was. It's one time a friend of mine sent it to me and she's like, this is a really good way to promote her book. And she was talking about, um, she's like, my husband just left me. She left me. He left me for blah, blah, blah. And this happened and this happened and this happened. And she's basically giving the blurb of the book. And at the end, she's like, oh, this didn't actually happen. This is my new book. So she presented it in a way that it made it sound like this was actually happening to her. And then she gave us that twist at the end of, no, this is just my new book. And it comes out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's actually really smart. Like, that's a really good way it's of, brilliant. Of, of promoting that. That's really smart. Because someone, you start to hear a story like that, you're like, what the hell's happening with this? Oh, it's a book. Got it. You hooked me until the end. You got me. 
Right. So just like when we're writing query letters or just like when we're trying to get people to buy our book, we're going to hook them as fast as we can with the hook. Yes. Perfect. I love it. I fucking hate TikTok. Hate it. Okay. So uh, TikTok <laughs> is a generational <laughs> thing. And here's here's <laughs> another question that I have. Jason's far... like, cheers to that. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Jason, order me a sidecar. I'll come drink with you. (laughs) It's standing by. It's standing by. Yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, So, Brandon, for middle grade, and I know you don't write middle grade, but some of us do. Um, I do, for sure. Gee, wonder who we're talking about on this one. We're talking about me, okay? It's (laughs) all about me. Uh, Not really. Yeah. Um, Okay. So a lot of the marketing for middle grade books is done towards parents and school teachers because they're kind of the gatekeepers for what books come into the hands of these younger readers. Right. Is there a specific way that we should be marketing towards those people to get them interested in our book specifically? Like what is... Are there some tools? Yeah, Amy writes middle grade too. Um, Are there some specific tools that we can use for, let's say, guardians instead of gatekeepers that that we can really get their attention and kind of help them say, oh, this book, this book, this kid will love. I think that's that's a tough call. Um, Instinctively, my mind says. Think of how, because you're going to present it differently to a guardian than you are going to be to that child directly. You'd have to present it in a way where it's going to ben- how's it going to benefit the child? How does it help them grow? Maybe it helps them understand something. Maybe it helps them overcome something. Maybe they'd like this journey. I would go that route with it. Okay. Of that To me, that sounds like, yeah, my kid might like this because it's this similarity, right? They're, they see something there. That's how I would go about presenting it to the guardian. So maybe they get it for the kid. And then they're like, oh, this would be a benefit for them. So basically, I TikTok for the kid and I talk about benefits for parents and guardians. Yes. Perfect. I love it. Um, Not about perfect, but that's, I mean, it works. <laughs> no, it's that, that was a great, great response, great answer. Inversely, have you? It. Inversely, have you considered standing outside of teacher supply stores and just pelting them with your books saying, read my book. It's Ooh, great for kids. That I is mean, not a bad idea. You gotta I feel do like, I mean, this is a very bad idea, but like, you're out of Jake Norris is like, it's fun. Jake, you don't hurt his success right now. That works. I will, I will go do that once my book is published and I will tell everyone how that works. In fact, that might be a really great TikTok video. Oh my! Of me pelting teachers with books, <laughs> and, telling, like and telling the, the children to read. Just like, read my book and just like tossing it at them and then like hitting them in the head. Right? That yeah. Would be, I, it would a be. Gra- that's a little graphic for you, but that would be. I. Funny. I am tough. I could do it. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> All right, Brad. I don't think anybody <laughs> believed that. 
like, <laughs> we're gonna move. We're gonna move past TikTok for sure because well, obviously we kind of know people's opinions on TikTok here. Thank you, Lord, baby Jesus. There is a God. Thank you. All right. So here's another question. There are certain things that I guess you could do on multiple platforms like giveaways and things like that. Are there, how do you do that? How do you set up giveaways and random drawings? And does, does that really attract that many more people to your book? Or is this people just trying to get free stuff? I mean, on KD, if you self-publish on KDP, you can do a book giveaway, um, and you can even offer your book for free if they're like a Kindle Direct, if they have like, they're like a preferred member or something like that. Like, there's a way to give that away for free, and that will walk you through step by step on how to do that. So that's a real easy way. Um, those are just going to be eBooks, though. Uh, usually, what'll happen is. You, as a published author, you will get your advanced copies and you can distribute them how you like. If you want to do like a signed copy, signed copies tend to draw more people in. Um, That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, people really enjoy those signed copies. It's a, when you're doing promotions like that, you can't look at it as, oh, this is going to give me payback because it's really about, getting the buzz out there about your name and okay. your story. So then you get that signed copy out to that person and they tell 10 people and then so on and so forth, right? So that's what though... it's about. It's not about that direct person. It's about who they might know that would be interested in the book. That's going to be what's going to really drive those sales and getting it out there. So even marketing on social media goes back to the old time marketing scheme of word of mouth is the very best marketing you can it's have. The, I mean, I wouldn't say word of mouth, but the, the premise is the same, right? It's yeah. The same premise. I got this for free. I post it to my however many followers you have. They see it. They get interested in it, and then they go buy it, right? So that's the basic premise of social media, of any social media platform. <laughs> okay. Me. So if you can keep that in mind, it's it's I think a lot of authors are looking for that instant win and we can't look at it that way. A lot of books take years of publication to get out there to where they're quote unquote famous or they're well known. It takes a while, so you have to play the long game on this. So be prepared to do signings and book readings and stuff where you're probably you might not get anybody there, but you can draw, you can take a picture, do a selfie, be like, hey, I'm doing a, a signing here, I'm speaking here. Those help. And they also really help establish you in your community that you are an author and you know what you're talking about. See, and I love that. I think that the, I think in a lot of ways, social media has really enhanced what we can do as authors for ourselves. Because like Jason was saying earlier, the publishing industry is trying to get more and more for their authors to kind of do um, their own marketing. And that yeah. includes small presses, indie, everybody is having to do more and more marketing for themselves. And um, I, I think that social media can be a really great tool for that if yes. you know how to use it, which is why I'm so grateful that we had Brandon talking us through it. I mean, I don't know everything about it, but I can, I can help guide or point you in the right direction right hey, Brandon. Look, hey, Brandon. look over there 
Brandon. Chris. You should help me market my channel, Brandon. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'll work on that. I'll, I'll help you out with that, Chris. That's not a problem by any means. I appreciate you, baby. Thank you. Not a problem, girl. Got you. All right. We are quickly running out of time. <laughs> wow. That hour went by real fast. I know I had to I felt like I had to kind of hurry the last couple of platforms because I wanted to make sure we hit everything. Well, uh, we didn't even hit everyone because we we didn't cover YouTube. We didn't cover Pinterest. We didn't cover your Amazon authors page like we didn't we barely scratched the surface on it. So didn't even mention Goodreads. How shame. I Right. There's just a lot that we did not talk about. We might have to write down the ones that we didn't get to and maybe discuss that next month for our marketing slot. I'll think about that. We'll think about it. We'll talk about um, it. We got, we got a month. We got a month. We've, we've got a month. We got, we've got plenty to, uh, to chat about, to talk about. Um, Brandon and I are always so grateful for all of you who come and join us as speakers and listeners it's a big deal to us um we do this for you guys because we want to make sure that you have resources um and the knowledge and the discussion that you know we don't always get as authors because being an author can be kind of a lonely thing without the community and don't forget to jump over to podbean and all of our episodes are on there and like and comment on those that would be great if you can't don't worry about it but i think we're we're wrapping this up i think brandon any last words on marketing social media anything brilliant last words of wisdom just trust your gut if you you want to do it go for it if you don't 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 do it just and you have to have no shame no shame like okay we got to do this it's part of the game it's part of who we need to and i know a lot of authors are introverts but you got to learn to start doing it and that's what we do around here i i will agree a lot of authors are introverts and it can be really difficult to have the courage to jump out there and like kathleen said she hates promoting herself because who does that and the answer is authors authors do that and like brandon said you have to be shameless about it you got to be your best you got to be your best promoter right no you're only going to get what you put into it so if you're not going to be up there screaming you should buy my book no one's going to do it for you that is for sure well brandon what is next week's topic next week we're going to be talking about genres and i which that's a wide umbrella but we'll get that one figured out we you know we've done some wide umbrella topics and so far i think they've gone pretty well yeah i think they're doing really well yeah so i think uh if we can talk about something as wide as plots we can talk about something as wide as genres yeah we'll figure it out we always do somehow Somehow, <laughs> we make it sound like we're on our last, like crawling through the desert. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Um, but yes, over on the t- over on our Twitter page, we will be posting all sorts of articles and videos and pictures and all sorts of stuff that you might need that are off, uh, that are marketing related for this next week. If you do have a topic you'd like to discuss, let Jake or I know, and we will put you on our schedule. Absolutely. 
It uh, has been such a great evening with all of you. Yes, thank and, you. Uh, thank we you. really hope to see all of you next week. Yes, see everyone next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.